Welcome to Check It Out, a Westerville Public Library podcast where librarians share what we like and where you can find it. I'm Jordan, an adult services librarian. I'm Megan. I'm also an adult services librarian. And I'm David, and I'm the supervisor of the Innovation Lab. All right. Thank you guys for being here with me once again. Um, this is our eighth episode. Ooh. Number eight. We did it. Everyone said we would never make it. <laughs> Take that, naysayers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm not sure when this episode's going to be released, but as of now, we are still in quarantine or under lockdown. Uh, so what's the best thing you guys have eaten during this time? <sighs> I made the best chocolate chip cookies I've ever made in my life. Mm. They were big and nice, mm. large chocolatey chunks, mm-hmm. and they were that perfect combination of that, you know, I can't remember what the chemical process is called, when sugar caramelizes. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, the outside was that, like, perfect caramely crunchy, but then the inside was still soft. That's awesome. Oh, wow. so good. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. I don't know. I've been making so much food. I'm the one that typically cooks in the household. Mm-hmm. And I've been cooking so much, but I don't know if there's anything I've made. Well, I take that back. Last weekend, I did um, ribs on the grill, which was like the first time I've ever done that. So I had like indirect heat and everything, like looked up YouTube videos on how to like basically <laughs> almost like slow cook a meat on the grill and had yeah. to like fill it up twice and stuff. Uh, and it mm-hmm. came out pretty good. I'm going to, you know, certainly going to try it again, try to fine tune everything. But um, I was kind of proud of myself and I was surprised that they came out uh, not like rubber. So that's a win in my book. <laughs> yep. Mm, How about you, ribs. <laughs> I do love a good yeah, rib. I'm just thinking about the ribs. Um, <laughs> this is this is weird. We've like we've made a bunch of really good food. We've you know it's been nice. Uh, but the thing that like hit the spot the most was we we've been watching like uh, a Japanese TV show a lot of the time, and they really focus on food. There are these amazing shots of like this amazing looking food. And well, it's not quite the same. We went and got Chinese food and then watched TV. And it was just like, oh my God, just like, it was like eating what we saw on TV. Mm-hmm. And I just hit the spot. It was perfect. <laughs> so it's pretty simple. But w- when you just get like the food that hits the spot, and especially like we haven't been going out to eat that often, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just, it's chef's kiss, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So let's get into our picks. If you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and take the reins here. Sure. I'd like to talk about something you can find on Hoopla. This is a comic. It's Dungeons and Dragons Days of Endless Adventure by Jim Zub and illustrated by Max Dunbar, Nelson Daniel, and Netho Diaz. This is a collection of different D&D comics that have been released, I think, like over the past six years or so. It's really fun, like fast-paced fantasy adventure, you know, with like elves and dwarves and halflings. And it collects three different volumes. And each volume follows one of the official like Dungeons and Dragons campaign paths that they've done over the past few years. It's like the main character is fighting dragons, then the, the main character is fighting giants, and the main character is stuck in this like classic gothic horror sort of setting, uh, fighting a vampire. Well, the thing that I like maybe the most about it is that all the characters are very likable and also very distinct. Like you get a sense of who they are really quickly. And then just the story moves very quickly. So it's also just, it, it holds my attention very, very well. So yeah, that's, that's my, that's my pick this week. And that's again, Dungeons and Dragons Days of Endless Adventure, uh, available on Hoopla. Nice. Check it out. All right. So this week I want to talk about a book and audiobook called The Girl with All the Gifts by M.R. Carey. 
It's available through the Ohio Digital Library, so you can access it either on the web or with Libby or Overdrive. It's a... I I don't want to say too much, because part of what is so awesome about it is that, especially if you haven't seen the movie and you just read the book... I feel like the first like chapter or so you're going to be like, "Wait, what is going on here? Like, why are these <laughs> why are these children in a prison?" Mm. Um, so it's it's a it's a really novel spin on the the zombie story. A fungus actually causes it in this story. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I again, I don't want to say too much because I feel like that would kind of ruin part of what made it so good to me, but definitely if you like the zombie genre, especially if you feel like it's kind of gotten overplayed and there's not really anything new that anybody could mm-hmm. do with it, I think that this might might change your mind. Yeah. Um I very thoroughly enjoyed it. Um and as I mentioned, you can either listen to it or read it on the Ohio Digital Library. Would you say this is for fans of The Last of Us? Yeah, if you liked The Last of Us, I think you'd enjoy it. Yeah, the cuz the people who are infected, they do end up like growing spores and things like that on them and yeah, Um scary. it is a se- it's a series, but I've only read the first one and I feel like it it stands alone. So if you liked it, but you don't feel like getting into a whole series, it's not like it's not like you're going to get to the end of it and and feel obligated to continue reading it. Mm, but good. it was yeah, highly recommended. I really enjoyed it. Awesome, awesome. Check it out. And David. Yeah. So for my pick today, I'm going to recommend an album that you can access on Hoopla. It's the album called Phoenix uh, by a band called Pedro the Lion, a band uh, that is uh, quite a favorite of mine. This is kind of their first return album. Pedro the Lion is actually uh, fronted by a musician by the name of David Bazan. Um, He grew up in an evangelical household. So a lot of their early music was kind of mistakenly labeled as like Christian rock. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what it was, was very kind of like dark retrospectives, a lot of narrative songs that kind of question a lot of things. Mm-hmm. About maybe 10, actually, no, closer to 15 years ago, um, he kind of broke up the band. It was always kind of a rotating group of musicians with him at the helm. Mm-hmm. And he started to play um, solo music. During that same time, he kind of fell out of love with his faith. And so a lot of the music in the in the last 10 years was kind of reflective of that. Instead of more narrative pieces, they were more introspective of his current life. And what's great about this album, Phoenix, is um, he's reformed the band with some uh, previous members, but then also um, with some new people as well. And it's been a chance for him to kind of um, go back into his own youth. Phoenix is where he was born, uh, one of the first places that he lived. And uh, it's actually, I think, the first of several albums he'll be creating, all kind of based on different places he lived in. And so what's great is uh, he starts to reflect on his own childhood, taking uh, narrative stories uh, about certain moments of time of him growing up and how that kind of impacted him in the long run. What's really great about that is me as a father now, when my daughter was born, I was I was reflecting a lot on my own personal history of things uh, in my own childhood and seeing those interactions with my daughter. And so what was really neat about an album like this is that he's definitely tying in these moments in time when he was a kid and how that kind of reflects him uh, and impacts him now. So the main single of this album is called Yellow Bike. Uh, it's a tale where he kind of recounts getting his first sort of bicycle and like, you know, jumping on it, going for that first sort of ride. And he ties that into his many years driving alone on the road as mm-hmm. a traveling musician mm-hmm. and kind of how those themes, that feeling of like, 
empowerment and excitement, but also loneliness because you're by yourself, right? You're you're wanting to kind of join a group. Yeah. Um, and uh, as someone that just you know just got their daughter a kind of a new bike, seeing her ride around, oh. those kind of themes really stick out for me. It's just like I said, really interesting. Lots of kind of dark humor. A song called uh, Black Canyon is a reflection on the stories that his uncle, who was a, a ambulance driver. The conversations he would have with his friends where, you know, they saw these very stark kind of horrific scenes, right? And how they tried to process and deal with that and how him as a kid, right? Some of that dark humor seeped into him. Yeah. And so it's kind of a reflection on that. So um, just a really kind of introspective, thoughtful uh, individual. And uh, I like I said, I really love this album. It just came out last year in 2019. Uh, Phoenix by Pay to the Lion available on Hoopla. Nice. Check it out. All right. So that's going to do it for us here on Check It Out. Megan and David, thank you again. Happy to be here. Thank you, as always. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye.